Hello there, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. What a track. Um, more about that track in the minute. First of all, I want to welcome me all to episode 88 of the show. And the track you just heard there was Fuel to the Fire by Faroon. The single marks the band's first release in seven years, would you believe? It was the previous release being the band's third full-length album called Arthur Angelus. And that was released in August 2013. So the band took a hiatus after this period for several years, playing only sporadic shows in the period since. Founder and now sole member John Murphy reignited the band's spark over the past two to three years, writing a range of new material. Once a home studio renovation was completed, he began to refine and record songs aimed at both Faroon and also for one of my favourite bands that I've been playing all this year, it's The Grief, whose debut EPs are being released. There's two of them in 2020. So there's eight Faroon songs that have been recorded and performed by Murphy at the Barn, and these will be released over two digital EPs, the first of which is entitled Elapse, while the second EP will be titled Relapse and will be released in the autumn. So the track listing for Elapse consists of the song Elapse, the second song will be Fuel to the Fire that you just heard, the third will be The Worm Turned, and the fourth is The Measure of a Man. So the eight songs have been mastered by Marco Tervonen, who worked with The Crown, uh, during 2020 at Studio MT in Sweden. Artwork for both EPs, which I must say are incredible, comes from Ken Coleman of Morbid Angel, and track four, The Measure of a Man, features a guest bass performance by Pete Lawler, who has played on all the band's releases since Last Light, which was released in 2009. So the EP, as I said, is Elapse, and it is up on Bandcamp, so do give Faroon's page a visit and check out the four songs. It is a seriously fantastic return to form and congratulations john okay so stay tuned also to the last track on the show it is a song called plagueborn and it's by rotlaust and rotlaust is based in ireland and it's a musician and producer called jack penders rotlaust means rootless r-o-o-t-l-e-s-s that kind of rootless in Norwegian and was created as an exercise in creativity and conceived as a platform for all of Jack's releases. It encompasses multiple genres and styles of music. Jack is also the drummer for the progressive alternative rock band LNT and the vocalist for the now inactive black and death metal band Dead Eon. The initial release was mixed and mastered by a great friend of the show, Aidan Cunningham, mixer and producer extraordinaire, while the artwork was done by the immensely talented Stephen Lindsay of Erin Parasite. The track also includes a phenomenal solo by Ross Coughlin of Alfie Day and a playthrough video of the single will also be released. So again, it is a super track and as I said, Jack did it all by himself. So check out Rotlouse. They're on Facebook and Bandcamp also. Okay, moving on to the main part of the show, which is the interview with Connor and Sean of Arjuna's Eye. But first we're going to play Cortexi Fan 
their new single and then we're going to go straight into the interview with the two lads. I hope you enjoy it. This world. 
Hello, everybody. This is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I am delighted to welcome Connor and Sean from Arjuna's Eye. How the hell are you, lads? How you doing, What's man? Up? Hey, it's a crack, all right? Yeah, it's great, man. Um, delighted to have you back. The, Jesus, when I think back of the time then we, when you all filed into the studio upstairs, and it's been like a good, I suppose, without all the shit of COVID, like, but certainly after that interview, um, I thought you really did great things. The album was well received. And now to see releasing videos as well. It's great, man. I mean, what do you feel yourselves? Do you think it's been a kind of strange few months, but successful in, in some ways? Yeah, yeah. Um, like actually from from the last time uh, we were with you, actually, Richie, it was kind of your your interview was like the first kind of big step and I can't remember, was it was it after the official release or was it, it was after the release, I think, but um, I don't know, was it after the, the before or after the official launch? I can't remember that, that part, but uh, it was like, it was, that was the, like a big jump for us as well, you know, and, and what's after happening in the meantime, certainly, uh, you know, a, a snowball effect. The launch was up in Cove Rugby Club, so I couldn't go to that, so I know. Yeah. Just before the launch, yeah, oh, right. yeah, exactly. So, uh, so we like at that time when we spoke to you first, like we, we didn't know what where this was going, like you know, um, what to expect. There was uh, just the three of us in the band at that point. We just finished and and released the album, and uh, yeah, so so things have definitely grown and, and since since we last uh, spoken to you, you know. What about you? Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. I think I think I was gonna I was gonna get. Uh, Specific. Well, I think I think Rory and Killian had just kind of. Well, Rory had joined when we were writing the album, but I mean, yeah, uh, we, we had not played played with these guys. I, I guess that's what probably Sean meant. There was a Sean. We haven't played with Rory and Killian yet at all. So it's kind of a new process that way. Correct. You're spot on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Great, sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's that's more more along the lines of what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I know. It. Yeah. It's been. Yeah. So I guess what was the question? Or are we happy with how it's gone so far? I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely been, been, uh, been a cool process so far. Um, throwing a spanner in the works, like what happened, you know, to everybody in March-ish, yeah. um, made us kind of, we, we've, ha we've had a list of things that we've wanted to do. And some of those things were definitely gigging and overseas gigging, which was definitely kind of mm -hmm. there to come and we should have been there and back by now. But, uh, but it's cool because those other things on the list, like making music videos and, um, yeah, well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why I really wanted to talk to you as well. And thanks as well for me making a, a cameo appearance in your latest one. Cotexi. Did you see that? <laughs> we didn't ask your permission. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, to know what you couldn't have planned it better because I just nice. saw the Metal Cell board interview in progress and I went what? Hey, that's me because I remember you actually filming it on the day Connor yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I annoy I annoy these guys with how often I got my GoPro in my hands man just like fuck he's got the fucking camera out again you know <laughs> but I hope yeah. I hope that you know like little moments like that as much as it's in your face it's kind of like well, if I do throw it into a video later, like you say, Richie, maybe it's kind of cool to see at some point, even if it's for just a quick flash or something, you know? Nah, man, that was really cool. And the fact didn't even ruin the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Yeah. 
what you were saying, Sean? I, about maybe 5% of all footage captured is actually uh, used. <laughs> you know, there's so much that's actually just trash. You're not her. Uh, that's right. That's you know. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and that's saying something. But Sean, you always need a guy like Connor there, you know, and someone needs to do that because ultimately 10 years down the line, depends on how successful or, or how life changes for everybody. Connor that have those images. I don't know, did you see a thing called um, American Pickers on the History Channel? American Pickers, is it? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, yeah. These two dudes, they go around to um, basically all these old farms and junkyards around America and they, they pick stuff, you know, to see if it will have value. They met this dude anyway and he says, look, I have this old mobile bus and Aerosmith is written on the side of it and it's this 1950s bus with a hand paint. It's not even the Aerosmith logo and your man didn't know what to do with it. And so long story short, two lads make a phone call to Joe Perry and Joe Perry sends this other dude down, he was in the band, but like kind of, he actually designed the logo and left the band. And he went down and said, yeah, that's the boss, man. And next minute they're playing a residency in Las Vegas and they arrive up with the boss. Now they didn't make it in mint condition. They still had it all looking, but uh, yeah, that's my point of the story. They had the photographs of the lads in the bus to attend. Yeah, yeah. No, even some of the clips and, and pictures that, uh, that we've accumulated even so far in our sort time, I look back and go, oh my God, look at that. Look, you know, was that really what we were up to then? Like, or whatever, you know, even, even in such a short time, there's some nostalgia attached to it already. Like, you know, my beard was so much shorter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I might as well grow up down here because there's nothing happening up here. Like, you know, so talk yeah. to me about Brian O'Glamby. How did that connection? I know he lives in Cove, but how did the connection happen? Um, so, I would know Brian O'Clamby personally, uh, just uh, maybe before uh, Connor would. Uh, Connor actually lives in the same estate as him. Uh, I've played music with Brian O'Clamby, and in, in the past, say, maybe definitely in the last 10 years, he's, he's become uh, a videographer and producer and stuff. Maybe it, maybe that history goes back further than I actually realise now. But, um, yeah, he, I, I mean, he's well, well aware of Arjun as I, and um, I think, Connor, you kind of made a connection with him uh to actually really to get involved like i mean maybe you could take over there um yeah yeah i uh well i remember working but uh it was kind of a cool thing when i first moved over here five years ago is uh jamie stanton uh local guy i don't know if you've heard of him richie but he's kind of he's it's more of a rock southern rocky folk kind of stuff that he does hard rock southern folk kind of thing he does i guess but uh, he was on, he, yeah, well, he, he had a bit of a highlight on the, on Ireland, the voice for a while, but he did his own album properly afterwards. And uh, Brian was shooting that video and it, it was well, well-made video too. looks really cool. Suits the music and all that. And, uh, and I think Sean was actually the bass player playing with Jamie Stanton at the time. And he couldn't do the music video. Was that something like that, Sean? I was getting married the next day. You're getting married the next, yeah. So, yeah, get yeah. married or shoot make me yeah so I, he made the right choice anyway so luckily sean got married and i got to uh jump on and play air you know air bass in the music video so uh, there's a bit of a mop flopping around in there and uh but that's how i kind of that's how i met Bre- uh, brian oglambus really when i first moved here and um and then yeah uh, when it came time that we were going to do a video and we we're kind of like how can we get this guy to make one for us you know we didn't want something the same of course but we knew that uh 
he had the experience and the skills in living overseas in uh, England and Holland and stuff and involved in the, the film industry over there. But uh, yeah, so he said yes, you know, and Sean said yes, and his wife said yes, so it's pretty cool. I would have done both just for the record. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Try Love the Grasses. That was the first one then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who came up with the the idea and the storyline for that? Oh, that was all Brian. Yeah, it was all Brian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he asks he asks for the lyrics and he goes, yeah, like what's it kind of mean to you guys? And he says, okay, I'll think of something. So yeah, yeah. The, between the, the lyrics and what's your view on it, or where's it stemming from? Then he goes, he gets this picture. Goes, yeah, right. And instantly, like you can see his the cogs are turning straight away. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, whatever he's going to come back with is going to be pretty wild. Like we didn't get to do half of the mad stuff that <laughs> he wanted to do, really. Like, but yeah. it, it's pretty, pretty, a pretty kind of mixed up kind of a video. Like you know, it's a bit wild. Like. Um, but uh, we just we just went went along with it. We had a great a great laugh uh, making it with him. Like you know, it was a great experience. And like um, Connor, you mentioned this before that he's a like a real director. Like you know, it's, I, I, we've no experience oh, in yeah. acting or whatever, like or that kind of thing. But like he is like, look, yeah, yeah, try this. Like you know, I want to see real animated action on your face. Like you know, you really scream into the camera and you really mean it. Like and all really getting into it and you know, like drawing actions and showing like uh, yeah, give this a go. Like you know, I'm you're, I'm just there looking at him. Fuck oh, man, I know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> really yeah, into Sean, it. Like you know, so yeah, Sean was a bit shell shocked at a few of the things. Yeah, it's kind of like you want to do what? Yo, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I had to but, say no. I had to say no to a couple of things. Like, well, you got out of your comfort zone, though. To be fair, you did get out of your comfort zone, so that's cool. So, like, you went full Francis Ford, kind of. Because no, you... I, I just thought, uh, no, okay, let's let's just just mime along to the song there, no, or whatever, you know. No, he, this dude, wanted to make a horror movie or something. You know what I mean? Uh, or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, there was. Uh, uh, we we were throwing ideas around with uh, stretchy felt fabric and stuff. Um, he had this narrative with uh, a bunch of old-looking keys and stuff like that. You know, uh, to it's a tying 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 in with uh, you know unlock from the the prison that you're in and yeah. free yourself from whatever. And that's that's yeah. He he drew his own uh, thing from 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 the song. Yeah, and tried to put like a visual to it. You know. Uh, the thing where I'm hanging by my arms like in the, off off a church beam and the lads it just looks like actually it, it just looks like like a seance or something that it's fucking bananas altogether but yeah yeah we, we just went along with it we said look we're, let's just have some fun with this do you know what I mean yeah was that shot in Cove no that was actually in a small chapel that's actually uh it, it decommissioned we'd say um, in Caracol really uh, yeah. yeah yeah and that was through his connections again. We had permission yeah. to do it, and so so. It's, when I say the commission, literally, did not use. I think it was actually for sale at the time. No, I don't know how much I'm giving away here, but we had permission to do all that just for the evening, you know. And it was great. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Was it like something like early January, Connor? Was it or was it December? I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was like very end of the year, very beginning of the year for sure. I was kind of looking through photos there and kind of looking at dates to remember. But uh, yeah, it was right around then. It was just before kind of again like we're very lucky to get something shot all together in the same space you know legally yeah. before all that all this hit the fan in in march yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, the, the, actually, the, the shots and the scenes with um, our faces, uh, you know, moving up to the lights, shining up and stuff like that. Uh, I think that started in like, the, it was at the end of November and we, we shot it in like two, two or three different stages or something. Yeah. yeah. So it was in Great. the works and luckily before the lockdown thing, that it, it was just being edited and ready for release at that point. And like, you know, had you experience of that before, Connor, of shooting videos in a, maybe in a previous band or? No, well, not, not, not like, not with someone else doing it properly. Uh, I mean, I've like, again, I think I've always kind of had uh, the GoPro in hand or my phone or something like that. And mm-hmm. like on the first album, when I was just didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I was just happy to make something, you know, and, uh, and I was like, ah, well, I might as well swap together a video and I had visited. So it, long story short, no, I haven't done anything properly with a director or something like that before, but, uh, but yeah, just kind of, you know, edited things myself and put out things for like under the carpet and occult ensis. And a friend of mine, uh, Stephen Kung, I should mention, he kind of helped me with the camera work for that one. It's nothing spectacular, but I mean, it was still, you know, just doing something with a green screen behind you even, you know? So yeah. you really appreciate a guy like Brian coming in and taking over and directing you. Oh man. Like, see the, we even said that before we started working on this album is like, we'll play to our skills, right? So like, we're not going to try to outdo ourselves. You know, we're not, we're not trying to be rings of Saturn or, uh, or, you know, some other super technical over the top kind of band, even though we love how impressive it is, you know, where it's kind of like, let's play to our skills. And, and so Brian has those skills. Mm-hmm. And if we can learn some of them along the way from him, cause he's kind of handing them down or, or being open that way to kind of bestow teachings, you know what I mean? From the grand master. But uh, <laughs> that's cool. You know, that's cool. And, um, but uh, Brian's the man for it, for sure. And how did you come to the conclusion that we'll say out of all those great songs on the album, that those two in particular needed to be shot? We had, we, we always discuss things in our, in our group chat or at rehearsal or whatever it is. And we kind of put things out there and, and, and we've been throwing around, I think every, all of the nine songs on the album have been mentioned for, for a video at some point. It was, it was really just a matter of going, we don't really care which one we do almost. Like we kind of have little preferences individually, but uh, all these songs are cool. Like uh, we're, we're, we're happy to do them. And, and we kind of had it kind of, I suppose, uh, our Junazai headquarter is executive decision and gone, all right, these two songs will do. Uh, you know, we, we, we talked to everybody who we needed to talk to kind of get receptive information about it and, and make sure we're pleasing ourselves too, of course, in the process. But, uh, yeah, it was, we, we just plan to keep on making more videos at this point, I think, don't we? <laughs> yeah. So, Got to do something anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then the whole idea then for Cortexi fan, how did that come about? Was a lot of that stock footage? No, we, we were in a lab. This was in uh, England, actually. We got into one of these science labs where they're doing these real friend. No, okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you had me going there. I was like, fuck, I wasn't invited to that. Whatever the fuck happened anyway. <laughs> it was a tranquilizer. Okay, let's go. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, no. Yeah. You're right, uh, Richie. Yeah, there was there was uh, stock footage used for the the you know the sci-fi movie kind of aspect to it, um, and also it was suggested even even Oren suggested uh, putting in like uh, a behind the scenes reel of the band, you know, going to and fro. Um, there's even there's even footage on it that that's been used before, I'm sure, like in in some of our other promo stuff, 
uh, like even you've spotted uh, the, the metal cell visit within the video at some point as well. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a, a mixture of everything. Um, and to, and honestly, it was it was Brian's uh, very first attempt ever at a at a lyric video. Um, yeah. So he he was learning on learning on the go himself, and and what he put what what he ended up with was, was I think uh, it was amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely incredible. Yeah, I love that anyway. You know, because lyrical videos can be either boring. And then there's year one, which sucks you in, like literally. And shout out to Brian, man, because I mean, Jesus Christ, as a lyrical video goes, oh, cool. it's top quality, you know? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. We all have seen the lyrical videos where it's just like poor. It's the song that's keeping it there, really. Brian's philosophy is almost like, I don't know, maybe this is just something that everybody in the film industry knows or something like that, but it's like, within like the five, five ten seconds of what you're watching on a music video, it's got to get your attention somehow. Like it's got to keep your attention within that, you know, five seconds or 10 seconds of the video. And then hope, you know, maybe that's like the real kind of, the real reel to, you know, pull it in kind of thing. Man, you should have kept going with the hospital over in England. That's, that sounded great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a lab, man. Yeah. It's a, it was a lab. They, they yeah. were going over to visit me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Would it be fair to say then, because of those two videos, it certainly helped people rediscover the album? Um, I think the visual or the video, whatever you put with the song, certainly uh, gives it a refresh, you know what I mean? Give give people another reason to check the album out again. Um, You know, because even if they only watch those two videos that we've done, uh, from the album, they might stay on YouTube and and listen to the rest of it. Uh, they they might even you know start following us or or whatever through Spotify or even geez, they, they might they might even go onto Bandcamp and get a T-shirt or uh, you know get a, a a digital download of the album. Who knows? You know what I mean? But but like we're we're coming up on it's it's nearly scary to say it already. Like we're we're only two months away from the album uh, being a year old. Yeah. Uh, from the release and um, yeah like to I suppose there is a point where you can only refresh certain things with videos and that you know it, uh, there might be a sell by date on it I don't know um, but uh, what we're going to do is, is is maybe keep keep you know uh, turning something like a, around a, like with, with a video as long as it's tasteful you know Um yeah. You know, because there are other things, you know. You have to remember as well that we'll say the Irish metal community, if they're switched on, they'll know yeah. of Arjuna's eye, right? That's what I, exactly what I was going to kind of mention, I guess, as a thought is that, yeah. Uh, if we're not getting any type of exposure in the UK or, or other places in Europe or whatever it is, then, uh, yeah, like, I mean, it's a bit, maybe like, you know, the guy, you know, friends from down the road go, man, how long are you guys going to push these songs? I've listened to them, you know, how many times now? But, uh, but it, yeah, it, it's the new audience and that's what you're kind of playing to. And I think yeah. knowing how we need to approach the next album after this, like as far as not musically, but because I think, I think we got an idea of how we can do things musically, but uh, as far as release and kind of, and promo and that kind of thing and having videos ready ahead of, ahead of time and, uh, and things like that to like push one or two singles even before the album's out or, or maybe thinking of something more inventive than just, uh, than just a standard kind of release, you know, here's one song and then the album comes up. Who knows? We try to keep it inventive, but 
but there is there is a better way of doing it than we did because we were just kind of well we're just three dudes working away at it man yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, no with that actually you know i mean it took me a while to kind of understand that that i guess well why are we releasing singles when the album's already out since last October? But like not thinking about, um, you know, a new audience somewhere because <laughs> uh, with a video, I think you have the chance, but especially obviously with Oren working on our behalf, that um, you, we can, you know, uh, aim it towards uh, certain uh, countries or regions or whatever, you know, a, a, new, a new area. Um, yeah. You know, it took me kind of till now to kind of go, oh, Okay, so you know that's all right, like so you know. Yeah, yeah. that's Orin from Overdrive, by the way. If people, yeah, yeah Orin from Overdrive. Study, yeah. Look, a lot of bands have their stuff ready before the album is out, but again, I don't think it hindered you in relation to the quality of videos that you released. You need to get yeah. a bigger audience, and you do that through quality releases, through quality videos. Mm-hmm. Your musicianship stands on its own, anyway. So well, thanks, man. Absolutely. So the next step for you will be one that you're more experienced with and more knowledgeable. It is yeah. as simple yeah. as that. So learning from all these things, you know, you just kind of go, ah, cool. We did that. That's, you know, a little pat on the back that sucked. That could, you know, yeah. but it's, it's about going, how can we hopefully do better, you know, all the time, of course. It sounds cliched, but it really does come down to that. Or it's like, mm. if you want to really like, not completely reinvent yourself, but just learn new things as you go, maybe that's, maybe that's a good thing. And I think as well, like a lot of bands tend to trust certain guys that work well with them. I mean, I think straight away you have Brian now. That's a huge plus. Huge. Can, can we just say that we, we, I don't, we won't say too much, but we definitely have other things coming that are already... I hope kinda, so. A lot, a lot of the work has been put into these things that we just, it's just a matter of time and game plan, I guess. But yeah, mm. so I'll, just leave it, I'll leave it cryptically like that for now. Yeah. <laughs> Because the last thing I want to hear off both of you is that you've been doing nothing really. You know, it's it's actually mad, um, and I, and and maybe every other Irish metal band is the same. They have they might have a WhatsApp group or whatever, but the I mean the amount of engagement and interaction with each other on a daily basis is is bloody phenomenal. Like you know, we're it's annoying. We're either, plan, we're either planning a, a, like what's that? I was going to say it's annoying almost, isn't it? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, but sorry. Like, oh. In fairness, like there, there's a huge percentage that's actual, you know, work-related and, and yeah. oh, no, I'm stupid yeah, yeah. gifts For or whatever. Sure, no. I was just but, being but an what ass. I'm trying to say is that like we're always planning, um, we're always planning uh, either a rehearsal or uh, shooting a, a, a guitar playthrough or a drum playthrough. Or, or a fucking, or actual filming for a video. Do you know what I mean? Which is, mm. you know, we we have been up till up till now. Uh, say next week, like you know, we're going. Uh, Connor, Connor did a demo last night. I haven't even got to listen to it yet. It's brand new. That that'll be his eighth song. He's after writing as demo form, and uh, there's so much material to get onto and everything. You know, we're definitely keeping busy. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it's it's so trying to think of everything. Right now, it is is tough. Like, but uh, there's there's always something on the go. And for 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 the way things are, we're like we have to fill our time with something. You know, if we can't have gigs, we, we have to just do everything else in between. And um, you know, it mightn't seem like yeah a whole lot, but it's a huge learning process. You know, it's it's uh, I don't know. It, it's it's like. It feels like you're, I don't know, I've never been to music college or anything like that, like, but there's constant interaction with the band. 
on yeah. a daily basis, planning stuff and getting stuff done, you know. And you signed with Last Style and Booking as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah, was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really yeah, cool. So, yeah, the cool news like that, um, I, I kind of pace myself and try not to freak out and go, hey, look at this. This is amazing, you know, because I, I kind of go, this is good. Okay. And I would think about, you know, that you can't just sit down and have a cup of tea. Like, you know, there is <laughs> going to be, there is going to be work involved in that. Like, so just, to, yeah. you know, you know, take it, you take it in your stride and, and, and go, right, let's, let's bring it on. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Like more, more Zen, the better. Cause who knows, right. Who knows what kind of bends and curves come along the way. But yeah. How many songs have you in development at the moment? Including, okay, can I, uh, I was going to say, so last time kind of like it was a, it was a nine song kind of thing we kind of settled on. Maybe there was 10 there and we decided to go with nine because the other one was kind of an interlude more than anything. We decided it was unnecessary, but uh, yeah, like since the lockdown, that was like automatic kind of thing that we did. It's just like, if we have to stay at home, we can practice, which, you know, practice your instrument anyway and that kind of thing. But it's like your creativity flows. So sorry, I'll jump to the point. I th- well, as of yeah, as of today, there's eight songs that I have on the go, eight demos basically, and then Sean has been working this time around on on a few demos as well. So I think you have like three three songs, like two two and kind of an intro intro yeah. to one of them. See, this is the thing. Um, I have like I say tons of material, and it just depends on whether it suits our units or not. And so mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do is present it in a way that it's legible, and it's like oh yeah, okay, I can see how that'll work or, or not. Um, but like, there's certainly three or four that I'd like to put forward at least. But if there's interest for down the road, I mean, of course, I, I'd you know, be only delighted if the lads would uh, kind of look at my stuff and go, yeah, that's, you know, we, we, that'd be pretty cool for us or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, I mean, there's, there's, there's a, a bunch of stuff and there's, there's there's things that we can work on. Even Connor's stuff isn't um, like like a finished product thing. So he's waiting for the, the rest of us to kind of give our um, our slant on it. No, unless mm-hmm. you know he's totally strict on something like I have a certain direction for this or whatever. Okay. But usually, it, uh, Connor's uh, writing would be the backbone, uh, meaning which is you know when it's presented with program drums, guitar riffs, and everything, and uh, it, it's already sounded and pretty pretty decent at that point. That's before any Aaron gets his hands on it to throw down bass lines, me to do vocal lines or uh, yeah. lyrical ideas of any sort, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. And um, the two new members, are they contributing? Yeah, yeah. they're contributing as well. Like, uh, what's Rory doing at the minute? Do you mean writing music? I'm just intrigued in so much as the dynamic of the band at the moment with the two new guys. They've settled now. Yeah. Mm. And you are officially a well-formed unit, well-practiced unit as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering, are they contributing? Are they just happy to sit back and... Yeah, it, it's, it, it, and that's a, it be, because of everything happening, where we're supposed to be like promoting this last album, and we, Rory and Killian came on board for live shows, you know, and, and to be part of the band as a result. And uh, so when all of this hit, we all kind of had to go, everything's a bit chaotic right now, but we have, we need to kind of go, okay, what do we have and what can we work on and how can we approach this? Cause, uh, the last thing you want to do is, is go, uh, more crazy than good, you know? And, um, uh, so for me, I'm, I'm a bit, uh, I'm a bit OCD as Sean could probably, uh, vouch for, but, uh, um, 
when it comes to the songwriting stuff, I guess, yeah, like, again, we'll, we're going to kind of work with what, what the foundation is and what, what, what the band is at this time. And, uh, and the way that Aaron and Sean and I worked together was obviously very crucial because going from the invisible landscape to amalgam was, you know, that's, that's something that's very uh, precious to me. And, and when there's new guys coming into the, into the fold, um, when it comes to uh, the next step and it's kind of like, okay, how can we be methodical about this? Get everybody's voice in there at the right time and have it so everybody feels like they've contributed, yeah. you know, and, and, and feels like everybody likes the song. And like Sean said, maybe there's some song ideas where there's been uh, guitar layers written or drum parts written and Rory goes, you know, the drummer Rory, he goes, great. Nope. I, I'll play something just like that. Cause I think it fits or Hey, uh, what if we kind of, you know, gave it a little bit more of a shuffly feel or, or whatever it is. And, uh, and same with Killian. And once Rory can feel comfortable with that and say that, you know. Yeah, like I, I mean, what 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 I could add to that is that like Rory uh, even um, straight up said, "Look, I I I'll just you know I don't mind. I can I can do. I'll just play whatever uh, Connor programs." But I mean, like you know, eventually that there's going to be his flavor is going to come into it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and exactly. and uh, Killian Killian certainly wants to contribute to to writing and stuff. And at the moment, I'd say it's probably going to be more of his his flavor and tones and things on uh, this time around. Yeah. And because there's no no shortage of, uh, we'd say creativity. Like we always say, there's no shortage of creativity. That like we're not just thinking of this next release and that's going to be it. Like you know, like we're mm. you know, there's going to be plenty of chances for releases and 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 uh, writing, obviously. Um. So like you know, um, like when myself and Aaron came in uh, to our dear design. Uh, we were learning the the material that Connor had r- wrote and released on his own uh, off uh, in, Invisible Landscape, and and that was that was our situation. We were just we were learning that stuff, and then we got the chance to contribute to the next album. Yeah. And it's only now that I'm going, hey, look, Connor, um, listen to my stuff there and see what you think. Yeah. Um. So yeah. it's only it, you know what I mean. It's in stages and steps yeah. where I I can't wait till you know uh, Killian can throw down his check out my riffs like you know he's going to be like and he's going to be hanging off that fucking whammy bar his as well like, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> for those that really love the band and there is quite a few especially from east cork anyway as well um we're all really excited for the next chapter of arjuna's eye Cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Nice one. Nice one. So, um, keep in touch, lads. I think, and it's fair to say for, for for both of you as well that the next album will be a big one for you. I know you've got plans in the background, as you said, Connor. So that album will have to match those plans as well. So it's going to be really interesting. There's going to be a lot of pressure on the end. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Um. It, it's. But that's the thing, though. I I can see it kind of going. We. we in fairness, we got pretty weird with this recording because are we, go, are we really going to go with that? Are we going to leave that in? You know, even I think uh, like when um, on Mactira Bond, so like that has a spoken word verse in it and a, and a big kind of a big big soaring chorus. Like the, the dynamics of that song was was mental, and how we came up with the, the with, with the the lyrical or the vocal line for the verse, like uh, I. Uh, was basically just speaking the words into the mic just to map out, uh, or oh, does this fit over the music, you know? And then we were listening back, and, that sounds that sounds pretty cool, you know? And I said, yeah, do you know what? i just give it another go and make it fit better or put some a small bit of character into it. 
and there's a little bit of character into, into it like yeah but uh, uh and that stuck then you know I was going to say that it's it's the it was that it was that keyboard piano part where you were uh, displaying the melody for the chorus in particular but I think I think like like just to, just kind of dovetail off what Sean's saying is that be gutsy like I mean there's there's like there's core elements to what a set what a band sound is I guess you know without going like straight from say we're doing progressive groove metal to hey look now we're doing death metal it's like that that jump's probably not going to happen maybe elementally in a song, you know, little moments perhaps. But, uh, but it's like, yeah, man, if you want to, if we want to throw in an anvil and go out with a, with a microphone and record hitting an <laughs> yeah. anvil, like, let's like, like, just do it. You know, like, like yeah. Yeah. If, if, if we don't like it, delete it, you know, or save it for some, you know, gag reel or something later. But, uh, but no, like, but when you do, I think just taking, being, being willing to be open-minded and take some chances with things, is definitely a good thing, and by ma- and also maintaining that kind of core as well. So you kind of have your core, and you go, ah, well, let's let's grow off that core. You know, let, let's do more, and yeah. Uh, and yeah. So well, getting philosophical now. In an ideal world, time frame wise, do you think you should be ready for a release, maybe summer next year? Um, we haven't even talked about in what format, be it um, single or. Uh, EP or album or whatever we just know that there's definitely uh, plenty of stuff to work on um, but uh, you know I'd say the the marker for for release uh, I don't know it's hard to put a, a figure on it you know yeah it is uh, but there's material I think we're really like the big thing is just checking which which stars are lined up with which constellations at certain times of the year right Sean <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we base shit off of no. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah <laughs> look Richie you, you, can, you can see where all the cheesy stuff in our fucking promo stuff comes from now like. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> reason why I love you <laughs> nice okay so these plans that you have in the background and 2021 kicks off with maybe a mm. tour in England, Europe. I'm just guessing here, right? So you definitely need new material to bring to the table come summer next year when festival time hits. You should be aiming for maybe an EP release or something next summer. Yeah. Know? I mean, hey. Yeah. Uh, Trying to put a bit of pressure on you here. That's all right. We, we, um, that's good. Pressure's good. Pressure's good. Yeah. Pressure's for tires. No, no. It's for breakfast, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's trying to get us to say something now. Like you know, that, I know, but I'm not, saying, yeah, I'm not saying. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we'll take it on board. Yeah, Uncle we will. Richie. Yeah, yeah. So look, thanks for coming on the show. Anyway, as always, you're great company. And thanks for having us, man. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, Richie. Cheers, yeah. bud. Great seeing you, and hopefully we'll share a few beers um, at a gig in Cork, maybe in December or January. Oh, That'd be awesome. That'd be that great. That'd be pretty class, yeah. 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 That'd be awesome, yeah. wouldn't it? Uh, shout out to Killian, Aaron, and Rory, the rest of the lads. Um, it's a big year next year for you, lads. I don't know I don't know how you feel about it. I think it is a big one for you. And uh, keep keep doing the great work. The videos have been great. They've been keeping us entertained. Uh, just best of luck, I suppose, really. Thanks, Thanks very Richie, much, bye. man. Oh. Thank you. Cheers, bro.